For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. But this is all that anybody wants to talk about today, and that is the NFL's overtime rule. Because anytime any team loses with the current NFL rules, they complain about it. I used to complain about it. People have convinced me. I've come around to realizing it's a team game. You can play defense. You can stop them. But the NFL rule is what the NFL rule is. And it only becomes a problem come playoff time. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It sure is. And we're coming to you live from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. It is a Tuesday. Beautiful day out here in southern Alberta. We are live from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. We have a major treat for you today. Our longtime friend. And as I learned this week, Calgary broadcasting icon, Peter Labardius joins us. Hey, Lou, welcome to the Grey Eagle, my friend. Yeah, well, uh, thank you. Um, it was great <laughs> to get a road trip today. Uh, under normal circumstances, I would be on an airplane right now to Columbus. Right. But instead... You're here. <laughs> I'm here with my friends, and that's always a good thing. We love seeing you, Lou. And, yeah. and, and by the way, this will warm the cockles of your heart. It's a, uh, it's a partner mention of ours... We're excited to officially announce that the Telemiracle 46 online 50-50 raffle is back, Lou. It's another way to support Telemiracle and also have the chance to win half the jackpot. It's truly a win-win for Saskatchewan residents. Last year's raffle sold over $726,000 in tickets, and the winner took home half of that. You can go to telemiracle.com right now to buy tickets. You got to be over 19 and physically in the province of Saskatchewan in terms of your address. I brought that up, Lou, when you're with me because you must have some telemiracle memory growing up in Saskatchewan. I have many. Right. In fact. Tell me some. Um, Well, there was memories of our good friend, the Silver Fox, knowing I was up on stage phoning people looking to talk to me. So that's a funny memory. Right. Uh, Anyway, there's lots of memories. Some I can tell, some I can't. Of course. But I will tell you this. Here's, here's my number one memory of Telemiracle. was the first ever one. And all the stars, it was at, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was at the Centennial Auditorium. And this sat, is a prov- and, province-wide fundraiser, everybody, for yes, those that don't know sorry. that are watching. It's Saskatchewan. Right. Now. Okay. So, and a, and a long time ago. And, 46 years. You know, you know Bob <laughs> McGrath... Sesame Street. Sesame Street. Yes. Um, you know, even before Elmo came along. Um, <laughs> that's how long ago it was that's on right. Sesame Street. But, you know, as somebody who's incredibly proud of being from the province of Saskatchewan, and, you know, it was an incredible cause, as you know, Roddy, the elation of the whole province when they raised a million dollars. For the first time. For yeah. the first time. To get to that mark you know, 46 years ago, and again, said so much about the generosity, the type of people. Um, it was it was an incredibly 
it's I mean, it's easy. I wake up every morning and I'm proud of where I came from. And I and I try very hard to never forget it because it matters. Um, but that was that was a moment as someone from Saskatchewan that I'll never forget because it just, you know, like sporting events, it in its own way, it brought us all together from all different places in our province and you know we were on display it became a big deal it was ahead of its time so yeah that that's that's the one long lasting memory of just how proud i felt of being from saskatchewan and then you know like look at us and we care about people and and that's that's kind of our makeup i knew that you'd have one and Ring those phones. Ring, Ring those phones. phones. I don't know if that started that day or not, oh, but it's, and then those, it's a know, big thing. It did, yeah. and then overnights and, you know. Staying up. Oh, yeah, of course, watching it. It's a to 30, watch it. 36-hour yeah. televised fundraiser. And so then, anyways, yeah. um, we're going to get around to the Flames spanking of the St. Louis Blues last night mm-hmm. and, the, and the future. And the, the, a lot of Flames fans want to know, Lou, your take on where this team is going in terms of the trade deadline and stuff right. like that. But I just want to say this. I joke because your good friend Ryan Leslie of Sportsnet Flames said last, we referred to you as an icon, and I don't think of you as an icon. I think you as a close friend, and I think about... Well, it's ridiculous. No, no, but it's true. How long have you been here? Well, I mean, I came here in 2008. 2008. So So 14 years. I'm not good at math. Yeah. Um, so here's my thing. Not, neither am I, especially when it comes to money. But it's easy when you don't have anything to add. <laughs> As broadcasters, we're not great mathematicians. But <laughs> any, my, here's my thing with Lou. Can you just? It's the Rod Peterson show, so allow me to say it. Yeah. And I don't know if I've ever told you this, Lou. And I, sometimes I get upset when I wonder if people remember what I've done in my career because it feels like nobody remembers. You know what I mean? Like you just yeah, get I, kicked in the balls every day, and it's, does anybody remember what I did? You know. 1988, Centennial Cup run, Notre Dame Hounds. I hadn't met you yet. And we would sit around the kitchen at our farmhouse, nine miles west of Milestone, Saskatchewan, listening to a transistor radio, and my dad would be dialing it in. And you were calling the Notre Dame Dame Hounds run to the C-Cup with Rod Brendamore. We all know the names, right? Curtis Joseph, Scott Pellerin. And on Weyburn Radio. And how did it... But you were the voice... Of the Estevan Bruins. Of the Estevan Bruins. So how the hell did you end up calling the Notre Dame Hounds all the way to the Centennial? Oh. That's the most famed team maybe in SJHL Oh, history. no question. Yeah. Um, and, and to this day, and I tell people this, arguably the greatest hockey series, the one against the Calgary the Canucks, Canucks in Buddy Brazier. Games. Buddy Brazier, <laughs> Corey Hirsch, Mike Bertamini was the captain. Right. Um, anyway... We should do a whole show at some point on that series because I've to. never seen anything like it. There should it. be a book on it. Rod Brindamore, the captain of the Notre Dame Mounts. Um, so the Bruins season, they were not very good that particular year, and their season came to an end, and I'll never forget it. Um, my boss at the time, John Empey, called me in the office, and I'm like, I didn't go in there very often. He was fantastic to me. And he goes, I got something for you. Jim Lang, who was the head of both radio stations. Not our Jim Lang, a not, different not, Jim a Lang. A different Jim Lang. <laughs> right. Yeah. So John calls me in one morning. And they were playing Yorkton. And they ended up beating Yorkton. Willie Mitchell. Um, not Willie Mitchell, but yeah, the goalie. And he goes, Peter. A different Willie Mitchell. A different Willie Mitchell. Yeah. Goes... How would you like 
to on Weyburn and Estevan Radio call Notre Dame's run to the Centennial Cup? Well, if I could, I don't know how many fist pumps you could do in your boss's office. Yeah, 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 yeah. Straight about <laughs> 700 times. Um, and then the experience that I had, they played the Winnipeg South Blues, did the games with just an awesome gentleman, Kelly Lovering. Um, it, it was truly one of the highlights of my entire I know. And life. mine, listening, dude. Listening. Oh, I still remember it, Lou. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that at least I painted a decent enough picture. Well, I want you, you right. I just want you to know that I remember. Yes. Listening to these games. And were you not, were they playing at the Flames Community Arena? No, the, they, were playing were they? At, they were playing at Max Bell. Oh, uh, okay. So that the, the home was Max Bell. Um, yeah, I could, I could go on for six days. I, I don't remember last night's second period, but I can tell you about, <laughs> you know. It like, comes with age, Luke. It does, it does. And I, and I have a pretty decent memory. But, I mean, that series and that run and Dwayne Norris scored huge goal after huge goal. And then a couple of years later scored <sighs> the tournament clinching winner for Team Canada at the World Junior overseas in 1990 in that tournament um an incredible group of people uh barry mckenzie learned just in so much about the game um yeah that that group that group and and i will tell this story quickly sure okay so here's how the hounds are down three to one in the series three to one and so in wilcox and I've never to this day, the kids came ready, the pep rally at about three in the I afternoon. I know where you're going with this. I know where like you're going. This place was off its rocker. <laughs> so the Hill Polish Arena, the Hill Polish Arena. And like, it's not a big place, but that night it was cuckoo bananas. <laughs> and my best buddy, one of my best buddies, Abe Dangler and I drove up, it was 27 degrees partial thunderstorm on the way up and then it became an unbelievable thunderstorm they won that game seven to two to extend the series but here's how the series ends so they tie it Dwayne Norris scores in game six in the third period with four minutes left so it's game seven unbelievable series Notre Dame is up four to three five seconds left in the third period Curtis Joseph the goalie uh, Jeff Batters, bless his soul, we lost him many years yeah. ago in a, in a car accident, was a St. Louis Blues pick, pushes the net off its morning. Penalty shot. Game seven. A lot of balls to call that, but you have to. Well, that's, that, you have that, to. That was five seconds. It's a rule Game book. seven in a one-goal game. Dean yeah. Larson of the Canucks, penalty shot, goes in. Curtis Joseph stops him. Series over. They go to Pembroke, Ontario, and win. And you went all the way there. I remember and listening. Went all the way. I'm like, Lou's the luckiest guy. I was uh, in grade ten, I think. Yeah. But um, Eric Thomas, one of our viewers, whom I never met, he writes in. He says, "I effing love this show. Thank you, Eric. So do we. And by the way, it's 11:11 Mountain. So is that, be, a, be, is that a Stampeders? Yeah, yeah, plug? it is. There's a story. Okay. <clears throat> um, okay. Donna." Watching in Central Butte says, Cuckoo Bananas. I love this guy. If I may, just 
two quick ones. Um, what I thought you were going to get into when you talked about the... Was, was the brawl? Yes. Buddy Brazier swinging his stick mm-hmm. at the fans in Notre Dame. And I was there. I'm like, he's going to kill somebody. Mm-hmm. We don't see that stuff anymore, and I nope. kind of wish we did. But nope. I, guess we, I guess we can't have that. Well, and then, so the series shifted to Calgary because it was a 2-3-2. Two, two. Yeah. No suspensions. No suspensions, but but a gathering here in Calgary where the head of the school held a press conference and there were a lot of questions asked about the students and what's happening in the series. And, you know, the, the Canucks lost it. They'd never experienced anything quite like it, and they lost it. And so... Yeah, that, that series had so many twists and turns. Game number four of that series, the Hounds are down 6-2 with 10 minutes left in the third. Luna Kwana ties Ooh, it. What, a, what an icon. As the red light goes before the green light, um, Calgary takes a five-minute major. Back then, it was only a, the first overtime was straight 10 minutes. Notre Dame doesn't score. Mike Aikida scores shorthanded, the only goal, and they go up 3-1 in the series. Like, it had, it had so many twists and turns. Game two. Game two, it's, it's 1-1. Mike Bertamini, I believe, scored, or Brandy Semchek scored for Calgary with 15 seconds left. Guy Sanderson, Jeff Sanderson's um, brother. brother, Jake Sanderson's uncle, Ties it six seconds later, and that game goes to double overtime. Iconic series, oh, right? It was un- like, and I, I, I know that I've taken it too far already, but man. It's I, all right. It's hockey stories, and I, uh, loved it. I wonder how we talk about uh, the Flames after this because the juices are flowing. And I will just say this. I mean, what a charmed life we've led, Lou, and you know that. Oh. But Curtis Joseph has told me, because I've been around him the past few years, and he went in to Notre Dame as a 20-year-old yes. rookie. Yeah, he did. And it's just his teammates sent him down to the mile 40 bar to get Paul Beer for the team. Did you know this story? No. Because none don't, of them no. were, nine, were no, no, old enough. Were, listen, it, that, that's what made that team so special. They were all 17. Like, right. That's, like in their direct, the, main, right. the majority of the guys outside of him, he's only a 20-year-old on that team. Yeah. So the next morning, Barry McKenzie calls him in, the, the boss of the team, and the he boss, goes, yeah. I understand... You uh, bought some beer last night for your teammates. Ujo's like, it was just last night. How did you know that? He said, my wife's the bartender. How about that? <laughs> it's only in Wilcox's story. Yeah. But I, I wrote that history book on the SJHL yeah. uh, 50 years. And when I handed it to Cujo, it was, he, he looked at it like it was made of gold. Golden ball. Like he just loved his time in Notre Dame. And it was only one year. Yeah, but, but it was... That group, you know, it, it's one of those things in your life for all kinds of different reasons. It was, it was a real springboard for my career. Um, it was an incredible experience. But again, like most things, Roddy, it was the people. You know, it was traveling around with Kelly Lovering and Jacques Govan, who was, who was Stefan Govan's dad, who worked at the school and looked after me like he was my own kid at the time because I was like... 21 years old and yeah it just i am so there are a lot of things in 37 years in this crazy racket that i'm thankful for and that 
We'll be right after that spring. Honest to goodness. Then we came back in our 12 and under softball team won the league title. It was a good, that 88, that was a good run. I I'd like listen to every I, second of it. I like the 88. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk national hockey league, Western hockey league with Lou, but we had to, we had to tell those stories. Uh, hour two, by the way, of the RP show is brought to you by our friends at Great Western Original 16 Beer, brewed in Saskatchewan, made with premium Saskatchewan ingredients. Original 16 is unfiltered for peak flavor, and we'll take your questions too. The iconic Peter Labardius with us here at Grey Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. You're watching on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Beautiful day in Southern Alberta. The RP Show continues from Grey Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. We'll be telling you more about them in a moment, but let's uh, get back with Peter Labardius, Calgary Flames broadcaster. Uh, moved out here. I, I didn't know the year. Uh, permanently in 2008. Listened to him last night. Let's start with that drubbing last night. Mm -hmm. uh, Lou, if you don't. 7-1, Flames over the Blues. And uh, we'll talk about all things NHL here and take your questions from the viewers. WHL2. The shots ended up 48-21 Flames in a 7-1 win over the Blues. But as you know, after the second... It was 35-9 Flames. That was one of the most lopsided hockey games I've ever seen in my life, you, NHL or otherwise. You are uh, not alone. In, <laughs> in fact, um, the only game I can remember like it was, I think the date was December 16th of 2018. And it was when St. Louis was going through an absolute miserable time prior to the most unbelievable rally that started January the 3rd. And then they ended up going on to win the Stanley Cup, beating Boston in seven games to do it. But we went into St. Louis and did a game on a Sunday afternoon. And, Rod, it was like 4 nothing Calgary about 12 minutes in. And you're like, are these guys, like, this is too proud, too good a group to get walked on like this. Yeah. And last night took me back. Maybe not quite to that level, but it's really the first game that I can remember that took me back to that kind of place. I mean, that's a really good team. Yeah. Like, and, and they're, you know what? I will say this on this show. They will benefit from last night because a little birdie upstairs told me after the second period that, yes, on the surface, the record's good. They're rolling along. They won the night before in Vancouver. Didn't play great. We're outworked. And one of the key people in St. Louis told this person that, you know what? Before the game, not during the game, before the game, that they might be due to get it. Well, they got it. And they... You it, can just sense it, huh? Some, yeah. With a team. Well, they, well you, you know, that's yeah. why they're in those types of positions. And, you know, how many odd man rushes did the Flames have last night? Like, that could not... When I think about the St. Louis Blues... And with this team and their new people, Robert Thomas, Jordan Cairo now leading the way, saw Robert, of course, at the Memorial Cup in 2018 just for a little connection playing for the Hamilton Bulldogs. Um, you know, it's a really good team. And 
everything I think about with St. Louis, hard, heavy, hold the puck, make your life miserable, none of it. None of it last night. And the Flames were ready and their big people were ready and they took full advantage of of all those opportunities. Alberta, I hope you're enjoying the Flames talk because I am, particularly Flames fans. I got two guys I want to bring up. Yeah. Jacob Markstrom. I felt like a dolt because after the first period, I tweeted, Jacob Markstrom's proving what $6 million gets you. And then he had two shots in the second period. But there was a period in the first period, Lou, where the Blues were coming hard. And he made what I thought were some really tough saves. Mm -hmm. They got some great shooters on St. Louis. The game could have changed. To me, Miko Koskin and Mike Smith isn't making those saves. They're not. Except for Saturday night. Right. Notwithstanding. Yes. Uh, some, I did talk to the Flames people. They're like, these things happen. They didn't seem to really lose a lot of sleep over that order game, the sense that I got. But I thought Markstrom just held them in it long enough that then they rolled. He's a six. He was worth the money, I believe. Well, I, I think he is. And, and, if, and if you've been around the team, and unfortunately, we're not around the team the same way we once were because not traveling. Um, we don't get access. We don't go in the room anymore. That's all COVID. It's not a complaint. It's just life, like for everybody else. But when they got him, it was pretty apparent to me very early, Roddy, that they were not only getting like a really good goalie, but this guy is as competitive. I truly believe he's one of the leaders of the team. His work ethic wow. is beyond belief. Um, I would say the only thing about Jacob Markstrom that gives him some trouble is that he's so competitive and wants it so bad that some nights, you know how they say your greatest strength or your general, biggest weakness. You know, I know it well, although I'm still looking for strengths. Um, but <laughs> that's him. So they got way, like in Tanev and Markstrom, they got way more than just, in my opinion, than a really good goalie and a terrific defenseman. And so Matthew Kachuk has five assists last night in a 7-1 win over the Blues. One off the franchise record of six held by Guy Schwenard and uh, Gary Suter, as you Gary, know. Gary Suter, 1986. Um, right. So last night I downgraded my thought of Michael Kachuk from a jerk to just a pest. Because he's all over Ryan O'Reilly last night. And I'm like, what, what are you... It's the way he plays, right? I kind of wished O'Reilly would drop his gloves and tune him in, but he didn't. You know what's funny, Rod, about you saying that? Didn't even notice. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm being com- like, yeah. I, and trust me, there's been a lot of nights over the years where you notice. Last yeah. night, all I noticed was his great playmaking ability. His offense, yeah. But he is just one of those guys, and it's so funny because I worked in Winnipeg, um, as it turned out, for only four months back in 95, 96. And his dad was on the team, and he was 21 years old at the time. And when Matthew came to Calgary, I'm like, this is like deja vu all over again. Just the right. aura, who he is, how he carries himself, how he goes about his business. And... um you know, bottom line, you know, Derek Wills always jokes, our play-by-play guy, you know, the Matthew Kachuk friendship tour continues, whatever city the Flames are in. And bottom line, he's a guy that you can't stand if, <laughs> right. if you're on another team. And in fact, um, even for me, who couldn't appreciate, he's one of the smartest, most aware, um, emotional, informed, young any chellers I've ever seen. 
He, I would take him on my team any day. But was I looking forward to cheering against him just for a week or two at the Olympics? Yeah, I was. You think it'll ever happen? Are we going to have a World Cup again? Or yeah. yeah. Okay, good. We will. Um, from Oleg in Winnipeg says, Matt Kachuk has 50% goodness. <laughs> the Canadian side? <laughs> I guess so. I, I may have said I may have said that once or twice myself. Okay. Fair, that's good. Chantel's um, mom is just a, a beautiful, beautiful And she lady. says his boys will never fight. Yeah, that's what she says. And so far, well, the other, the last time they met, the Senators were in town very recently, and Matthew got mad at Brady and took a little shot at him and <laughs> kind of dung him in a tough area. I like to call yep. it the Caracas, Venezuela. Um, <laughs> you know, that's about as close as they've been since they were both in the league. Uh, so many viewers want to know what you think the Flames should or will do to add for a cup run. Well, you know, and I have this discussion every day on my show, you know, or on my hit, not my show, um, at one o'clock in the afternoon. And people have talked, and I'm not going to say, Roddy, that I don't think the team couldn't use some more secondary scoring. Probably said that for a long time. Um, maybe another center iceman, preferably right-handed, giving them another right-handed face-off option, which they don't have a lot of outside of Elias Lindholm. But in all sincerity, the way this team is built, who they have, what their personnel is, I'd be more interested. Let's just use two names. I don't, I'm not sure Tomas Hurdle's going anywhere. With the Kane situation, they're going to have some money. Maybe he just stays in San Jose. But if I had a choice between a top, I'd like both, but if I had a choice between a top-level forward and, and a veteran, hard-to-play-against defenseman that you could bring in, like a Ben Sherratt, I'm going down that road. Because for this team, when it is successful, it's not about how they score. It's about making life difficult and preventing goals. Their mantra, as much as last night, you know, Kachuk, Gaudreau, they go off. You know, we even have debates in our room amongst the broadcast crew. And yes, when Calgary scores three, a lot of nights they win. But for me, the number I look at with this team is two or less. When they hold people to two or less, they're winning. They're winning a lot of games. So I would probably lean more a veteran left-handed defenseman to sort, to just give some of the, because it's still a really young core. Anderson just turned 25. Hannafin, what day is today, the 25th? Yep. Today is his 25th birthday. Um, you know, Shillington's just 24. Those are good, but they're still young. You know, you know, Tanev is kind of the glue guy that holds it all together. Good Branson's been a nice fit. Zadorov, great last night. You kind of, I call it Nikita's world. You never kind of know from one night to the next what you're going to get. But I, you know, I'd almost handpick a guy like Ben Sherratt if I could find a way to make it work. I don't think they need a lot. As you know, you and I have debated this. I think they've been good for a long time. They're not that far removed from being number one in the West Conference, as you remember. I think, I think they can do something with this group. I promise before we let you go, mm -hmm. we've got about five minutes left to talk about the Western Hockey League. I don't know if we'll take five minutes to do it or not. It's a shame because I'm trying to follow what the dub's doing. There's postponements left and right. For instance, we were going to go down the road to Medicine Hat tonight to catch the blade. Yeah. And then we find out 
that's postponed. Correct. Um, Connor Bedard's kind of a Ferrari left in the garage right now for the Regina Pats. Did you say you saw him when they came through? Yeah. Bedard? Yeah, I did. Isn't um, he something? Oh, well, you know, it was my first viewing at that point in person and was lucky enough to watch him at Team Canada's camp yeah. and watch him in the first in a pre-tournament game and then a game on Boxing Day against the Czechs with my own two eyes. Um you know, you guys have seen him a million times. When I was blown away and I knew this guy was special, as great as it was in the bubble, and it was, 28 points and 15, um, you could see the hands, you could see, like, special, special. His ability in tight, hands, drag, shoot it. Um, but I love guys who are great on big stages. And when he went to the world under 18 as a double underage, and throw up, threw up 10 points in three playoff games. And the goal, I will say this about Connor, the tying goal against the Russians in the gold medal game, missed the penalty shot, came back next shift, PO'd at the bench, jumps off the right wing side, gets to the inside of the defenseman, top of the circles, backhand, top shelf roof, ties the game, away the good guys go is one of the great goals in a Canadian uniform, like might be in my top 20 goals all time. You've been through this enough with the NHL. I feel bad asking you this, but do you think they're going to get the season in? Ron Robinson, the commissioner's oh. vowed to. Yeah, I think so, Ron. I, I think so. Will it take an extension? Um, likely. Uh, I just, and, and I, for the kids, because I love the league with, every single ounce of my fiber um it's been hard it's been hard for the kids oh, and, yeah. and and i just you know we haven't had a memorial cup or you know league champion the last two years so i'm really i'm really really hopeful well i think we're at a point and i say we because you know we've worked in the whl for so long and i shouldn't speak for the owners of gummiters but i think that if they got the regular season in if they had to go to best of fives best of threes I think we'd all take that. Sure. <laughs> right? Yeah, Just 100%. to get some series in and get some people into the building. 100%. Yeah. That's the time of the year. It's the most fun. And even when you think about, you know, Ramps and I, the old Silver Fox, a lot of time talking about, obviously, his favorite team, the Warriors, and playoff matchups and who's going to play who. Well, there's nothing. You know, that's, that's, that's what it's all about. And there'd be some great... Maybe not great matchups, one versus eight or two versus seven in the East. That looks like it's in pretty good shape for Edmonton and Winnipeg. But in the middle, in the middle there, that's going to be fun. I should mention, and this would be a good way to end it. The Regina Pats, God's team, are home tonight to the Prince Albert Raiders. Mm -hmm. I'd really like to be there to see the tribute to Clark Gillies before the game. Your thoughts on Clarkie? Well, I'll be as brief as I can. I grew up in Saskatoon. I was a huge Blades fan. And I was eight years old. And at the Saskatoon Arena, that great team with Eddie Staniowski in goal and Clark and Dennis Sobchuk playing on the same line, Mike Wanchuk go on down the line, our good friend John Hammond. Um, you, knew, you knew that Clark was incredibly special. And I, and I joke, and I'm not being hard on Blades fans, but... And I was beyond a huge one my whole life growing up. That Pats team was so good, that series could have gone three. And it <laughs> went four. Um, 
And then because of all the great players that I watched growing up who ended up on the Islanders from Western Canada, I became a big Islander fan in the mid-70s because I liked Oren Esposito. They left Boston, long story. But Clark is just as kind a gentleman, like just the big, gentle giant who was a beautiful guy. Yeah. A great player, as tough as they came when he had to be. He was a winner through and through in every single aspect of who of, he was. Of life, yeah. yeah. And it's funny because he didn't like to fight. He told me a million no, times, but no. he's like, well, I'm kind of good at it, so yeah, well, <laughs> I guess I should. Lou, always a pleasure. Yeah, thanks for having me. This All is right. fun. This is way better in person than it Isn't is on it? the phone. Yeah, thanks, Lou. Okay. Sheldon from the Gray Eagle joins us next. Uh, the birthday boy, Moose DuPont, will be back for overtime. Hang on. We'll be right back. We are live from the Great Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. You're watching on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Another beautiful day in southern Alberta. The RP Show continues live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. Huge props to Peter Labardius for joining us down here at the Great Eagle Resort and Casino. And on the way, not in this particular trip, but when we come back in a few weeks' time, some of the people you can look forward to seeing here at Great Eagle, John Huff, Nagel of the Calgary Stampeders, Randy Chevrier, CFL great, currently the CFL's Calgary Stampeders, I think, Benny Hebert, Olympic medal curdler, a gold medal curdler, and also will be representing Alberta at the Briar. And uh, one of the big reasons we're here is our good friend Sheldon Lasham. He's the director of entertainment here at Great Eagle Resort and Casino, and he joins us right here in the event center. How you doing, Shell? Pretty good. Pull that mic right up to you there, if you don't yeah, mind. Thanks for having me, Roddy. It's been a long time. It was so funny. Peter Lombardi seemed as excited to meet you as you were to meet him. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. Thanks for having me on, but man, you have me following Peter Lombardius and Mike Rich, like two legends in this city. And no kidding. You know, we're all from Saskatchewan too, which is kind of cool. So it's cool to meet Peter finally and, you know, always hear him on the air and everything. Big Flames fan. So. Sounds the same on the air and off. Not everybody yeah. can say that. Yeah. yeah. No, what a great guy. What a Sheldon, great uh, Winyard, Saskatchewan guy, by the way, same hometown as the birthday boy, uh, Darren Moose DuPont. But uh, just tell us a little bit about the Great Eagle Resort and Casino. You've been here a while. The resort's been here 14 years. This is a iconic yeah. facility. Yeah, I know. It's, it's a fantastic place to work. Um, just the people alone. That's pretty much why I took this gig and, you know, working with Kevin Yates and the team over the casino and the hotel and the event center here. It's, it's, it's a pretty fantastic place. And we're kind of known as Calgary's entertainment destination, as you can see from all the shows that we have coming up. You know, I think this year we have about 90 shows planned or upcoming once we get over to this, out of this COVID lockdown, mm -hmm. which has been really, really challenging for our industry, Roddy, as you know, in the sports game. So, uh, yeah, it's 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 a great place. You know, if anybody hasn't been to the event center and seen a show or even visited the resort, it it is. I know you guys have been kind of talking about it. it's a little mini mini Vegas in Calgary, right? right. So it, it's it's a cool place to to run. I, I hope you're not offended when I say to our viewers, if you want to escape your reality, 
come to Grey Eagle. Yeah, well, yeah, you'll definitely see some fun stuff at the casino. And, well, right, and but here. you play games, go to shows. You got a buffet open. Yeah. The restaurant's rocking, right? Like, it's not like outside of here. Yeah. No, or 6A six, six beef. Have you tried that at a buffet yet? <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> here, by the way, that they tried to pull my leg. I can think, say it now. It was in the yeah. Saddle Dome. They were saying, you got to try our beef. It's 4A. <laughs> It's been bothering me for over a week. Yeah, they're not tricking you from here. No, they're not pulling my leg. Come on. Yeah. Um, We have not talked, you and I, since the Peter Paquette Elvis tribute show the other night. Uh, I've talked with your staff about it. I haven't talked to you about it. Yeah, did you you enjoy it? Oh. He's he's one of Canada's best Elvis impersonators. Like, you know, it's it's a smaller show for us here. I think we had five, six hundred people in the crowd. But, man, just to see the people enjoy it and the... The old timers in kind of tears streaming down their face and stuff so elvis connect to quite a few people on a on a big level for sure uh how long had paquette productions and peter paquette been on your radar had you worked with him before yeah they actually do quite a few shows here um, okay you know from elvis to buddy holly's coming up to the lovettes to they do a lot of those nostalgic shows for us and stuff and then we obviously have the bigger ones that you're seeing pop up on the screen here behind you and some other big ones that we've announced in, in the last couple of weeks. Uh, if you can believe there are questions coming in here from viewers <laughs> for you. Okay. I'm not even joking. I can um, imagine. Greg Sawatsky in Winnipeg's watching. He says, I need some Asian night buffet in my life and get out of Winnipeg for a bit. Are there any <laughs> military slash veteran rates at Gray Eagle? Yes, there is. Yeah, we okay. support military and the seniors for sure. Um, I think Wednesday's senior note senior night over the buffet correct me if i'm wrong Uh, from what i've seen every night is but yeah yeah (laughs) um arlen bruce the third you know arlen cfl great yeah he said so rod is this the person to talk to about our charity event poker tournament let's go arlen's up in edmonton he'd like to do a cfl uh great charity poker event yeah actually we we've hosted the calgary flames charity poker tournament here in the event center uh for a number of years so yeah I'm the guy. Give me a call, and we'll we'll set something up. We're always happy to support charity for sure in, our, in our city. Uh, Kirk Sirota watching on YouTube. If this Kirk. isn't a blast from the past, hello, <laughs> Sheldon. It's been a minute. I feel like Johnny Lawrence meeting Danny Larusso for the first time in years on Cobra Kai. <laughs> Hi, Kirk. Yeah, Kirk and I graduated together high school actually, and uh, me and the Sirota family go way back in Winyard and everything. So. His mom's the big curler. That's right. yeah. He came to our watch party at the Shark Club the other day. Kirk did. Told me the whole story. Oh, get it. How about I Dolores? His mom isn't his mom a world champion? Dolores, yeah. yeah. Big time. Yeah. Canadians for sure. I, I think she won worlds too. But uh, Greg in Winnipeg, by the way, says he's 32 years of age, but thanks. He's not a senior, but he is a, a military vet. <laughs> uh, I know. I didn't expect to go down this road with all these questions for you. Oh, this is great. Mark in Melfort watching. He says, 6A beef. I have to go there now. I'm not even... <laughs> oh, they're all 6A beef. Really? Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. Shows coming up. Do you have them off the top of your head? Yeah, we have quite a few shows announced. So what's been happening in our industry, we're finding is, you know, a lot, a lot of larger tours and the, the artists, they're kind of just halting until things come back. So everything has kind of been pushed into, into March and then the summer and the fall and it's going to be quite crazy. So... Uh, we announced on uh, last week Jeff Foxworthy, as you mentioned, to some of the guys on the show. Uh, Kaleo is a big one coming in May. If anyone hasn't seen Kaleo live, he's fantastic. One of the biggest kind of live performances or best live performances I've ever seen. 
the Beach Boys, Blast from the Past. For, I want to be for, here for that. For some of the oldies, uh, George Thorogood, you know, Billy Talent was announced uh, yesterday with Live Nation. So we do a lot of work here uh, with Live Nation Alberta, too, and they bring a lot of th- shows through our event center. So quite a bit of stuff coming out. Shinedown's another big one that's sold out, and hopefully we'll get Letterkenny back. I know they had to postpone their show later on. Uh, so a lot of big things coming through, and, you know, the team's pretty excited to just get back to life life and normal as normal in the entertainment industry. Well, if I can say, well, by the way, Kirk writes in and says she, Dolores's mom is the Sask seniors national champ back in 2017. Ernie and Joyce say hi, by the way, oh. I pass that along. <laughs> <clears throat> Good Sasky stuff for you there. Yeah. Um, I just want to say this because I've gotten to know all of your staff over the last 10 days and to see you guys all come together on a show night, like it was for the puck for the Elvis tribute was kind of cool. You know what yeah. I mean? Because you see you guys hanging around, doing your thing all week. But then when it's go time, it's go time. And you guys are a great team. Yeah, that's really when rubber hits the road. I mean, we've put together an awesome team here. Everybody kind of has everybody, everybody's backs. And, you know, as shows come back on, it's just, you know, we're kind of getting back into the groove over here. And I was going to mention to you, Rod, like in the next two to five years, you won't even recognize this place. Like there's massive, massive expansion coming. They're building a whole entertainment district just down the road here across the street and stuff so there's a lot of big things coming to the gray eagle resort and casino in the event center so we're we're all pretty excited about it my cousin christine in medicine hat is watching and she says next time she comes to calgary she's staying here and she says she loves shine down and jason and red deer says do you guys ever have stand-up comedy well jeff foxworthy would fit that yeah that's we, the show that he's doing right? yeah we do about 10 to 15 stand-up comedian shows a year jeff foxworthy comes to mind tracy morgan's coming up later this year we had nikki glazer in december who very just, popular she's very popular very funny uh fluffy potentially might be coming back so there's a lot of comedians we, that we put through here and the shows are always just hilarious well you and i've yeah. known each other a long time and I, I will end it on this i now leave my room 10 minutes earlier than i would have normally to come over here to the event center because i get stopped by the staff Lucian, Dragon, Iulia, Dion, Carter, obviously. Uh, we all visit. Yeah, Andrew, Brad, like the right. whole Right, got whole to know them all. Amazing. Yeah, so thanks for having us, man. You it's been you awesome. Well, well we're, everybody's loved having you here on site, and we'll welcome you back. It's been now. great. Thanks, Sheldon. Thanks, Rod. Director of Entertainment here at Grey Eagle Resort and Casino, Sheldon LaShop. The birthday boy joins us next for overtime you're watching the rp show live from the Grey eagle resort and casino on game plus television youtube live and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com have you subscribed to the rod peterson show youtube channel yet head to youtube.com slash the rod peterson show now It is overtime, brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the UFC and the National Hockey League. And the birthday boy is back with us, Darren Moose DuPont. How is uh, the birthday going so far, Moose? It's going awesome. Good. Here with all my favorite people. Yeah, no kidding, right? How, what could be better? What could be better? I'm just checking all of my notifications here. The boys are telling me that uh, Sean Payton has stepped down as the head coach of the New Orleans Saints. And I think he is not, well, Belichick's the longest tenure coach in the NFL, but Payton would be up there. He's there, for sure. That's breaking news. uh, Okay. 
As designated by Moose, breaking news, Sean Payton is, as our content creator Nelson and our producer Clark have both texted me, retiring as head coach of the New Orleans Saints. I guess we'll see if he's actually retiring or if he goes on to coach somewhere else. Yeah. When Andy Reid retired as head coach of the Arizona Cardinals right. and ended up in Tampa Bay, the Saints didn't have the best year. They also didn't have Drew Brees for the first time in Sean Payton's tenure in New Orleans. So how do we feel about that? Yeah, it's going to be a massive um, transition for the Saints who have a decent roster and still a lot of questions at quarterback, whether it's Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston or somebody else. Um, they got question marks at quarterback, but they've got playmakers. If Michael Thomas can find a way back and, you know, Alvin Kamara in the backfield, your defense is still pretty solid. Um, they should have been a playoff team this year. They weren't. Um, yeah, that's tough because he's one of the best coaches in football. Uh, Ron Thompson watching here in Calgary says happy mer uh, happy birthday Moose here on it is Taco Tuesday by the way it's Taco time viewer takeover two dollar tacos all day uh, Calgary by the way is a mecca of Taco time uh, William May watching in Lloydminster Canada's only border city says good morning to the RP show and happy birthday Darren thank you for Mike Riley he should go into the CFL Hall of Fame he was a good ambassador for the league. Yeah, but it's not the Hall of Good Guys, okay? It's two Grey Cups usually is the bar to get in and uh, as a starter. And as has been pointed out, by the way, Dave Dickinson did not win two as a starter. He won one in 06 with uh, BC, went to the Grey Cup in 98 with the Calgary Stampeders in 97, but was a backup when they won in 90. I got to look that up. Yeah. I believe he was only one as a starter. Well, he was behind. He was the third, wasn't he? Was he there with Doug Flutie and Jeff Garcia? It, yes. Yeah. And Garcia was the winner in 98. So, yeah. a good question, as you said. Jim Wagner writes, and he says, Lou wins comment of the week. They're so good, they can win a best of seven in three. Love that guy. Great show as always, guys. Do we have Taco... Uh, I could have given him taco time lapel pin. Lou seems like a lapel pin kind of guy. He'd probably wear that proudly. Jeff Krieger watching in the energy capital. He says the Estevan Bruins have had a lot of big names to do play-by-play -play of their games. Peter Labardi is being one of them. Tony watching in the energy city. He says the RP show and Lou in Estevan for the Centennial Cup. Let's make it happen. How about that? There's a lot of people. There's a lot of people that would like to see us in Estevan for the Centennial Cup. Certainly the Bruins have reached out. Mm -hmm. And I'd like, to, I'd like to see it happen. Um, I would like to see the tournament happen because there's some consternation, if you will, over COVID. Like more postponements. There's games postponed tonight in the dub. Was it the Blades? Yeah. Medicine. Their they're, they're, uh, Alberta road trip to Medicine Hat and Lethbridge postponed. So that's tough. They won't be in Medicine Hat tonight. And we were going to go down there. We I wanted to go. see the Canelta. Is it the Canelta Arena? Can-Am Arena? Yeah. What's the arena in Medicine Hat? I think it's Canelta. We're not going to find out tonight. We won't find out. I guess I could Google it. I could go to the big board. Dan Asham, watching in Winnipeg, says, Happy birthday, Moose. Thank you. Landon MacArthur says, Sean Payton just stepped down as Saints coach. 
That is so 10 minutes ago. How about that? We covered it. They want to know if you're going to hit the tables tonight, Moose. Ooh. <laughs> Probably. Yeah? Yeah. The Probably. man had two buffets yesterday. <laughs> Feeling <Lunch>. lucky. <laughs> Lunch. Can I suggest the treadmill in the gym? Says the guy who had 10 Oreos in the middle of the night. I woke up seeing spots. Up I'm never going to do that again. We are, we are the uh, peak example of health and fitness over here. You and I. <sighs> Isn't that something? Randolph is watching in Ontario. And he says it's co-op place in Medicine Hat. Co-op place. Okay. I'm sure he Googled it and looked it up. And I, I appreciate that. Uh, Jordan Ewart watching on YouTube says, go Pats, go. Last minute. Last minute of play in the RP show. This is producer Clark. Jordan says, go Pats, go. Got PA in town tonight. We discussed that earlier as well. It'll be a tribute tonight to Clark Gillies. I won't be there in the Brand Center, but my heart will be. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, we talked about that with Lou. Um, Clark Gillies' number up in the, in the rafters. I am seat his jersey retirement night. And Clark rode around in a convertible where the boys are back in town, blared over the speakers. It was awesome. Oh. It was great. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I think we retired Dave or uh, Dale Durkatch's jersey that same night in a double jersey retirement night, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, all the questions are coming in now, but we're out of time. We will see you tomorrow live from the Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. Moose, enjoy your birthday, huh? Thank you. And uh, we'll see you at 12 p.m. Eastern right here on Game Plus TV. Let's make some noise! For more Rod Peterson On Demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.